Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are taking back tea time, making tea fun again, and celebrating all the joys of tea. This week, it is a celebration indeed, as we are going to talk about having a party with tea, not the tea party that has gotten all the press lately. This one is a little bit more fun. We are going to be talking about how to spike your iced tea. This is the third part of our series on things you can do with iced tea. Two weeks ago, we spoke about how to sweeten your glass of iced tea. Last week, we talked about how to spice your glass of iced tea using herbs and spices and fruits and even a veggie or two. This week, we are moving on to spiking your glass of iced tea. And I know what you're thinking. He's headed to the liquor cabinet. But we're actually not going to start there. We are going to begin for all of you teetotalers out there. Uh, teetotaler is a term for someone who uh, abstains from the consumption of alcohol. And we're going to begin talking about some mocktails, things you can spike your iced tea with that don't contain any alcohol. Probably the simplest and most common way to spike your iced tea can be found on any golf course that I've ever visited. That's an Arnold Palmer, which is half iced tea and half lemonade. Now, that's pretty simple, and you can find it virtually anywhere. But there are a lot of other tart things that you can add to iced tea that perhaps you haven't thought about. If you want to make your iced tea a little healthier, how about some antioxidant-packed pomegranate or cranberry juice? Those rich ruby red colors are great, but they're a little sour. And mixing them with half iced tea will take down the tartness a little bit and give it a little different flavor, a little caffeine, a little antioxidant on the part of the tea as well, and it kind of balances it out and gives you a really healthy yet refreshing, easy-to-drink form of iced tea. Another juice that many people don't think about but that's very nice is pineapple juice. Gives tea a little tropical flavor, matches up beautifully with the flavors of tea, particularly black tea, and kind of cuts back on the sweetness because pineapple juice in particular is awfully sweet. Another sweet juice that people don't think about too often adding to tea, but I've seen it in the Northwest and it's very tasty, is apple juice or even apple cider. I happen to prefer apple cider because it has some of those little bits and pieces of apple in it sometimes. And if you add a little cinnamon stick, especially to sort of swirl it and give it a little spice, it is very delicious, very refreshing, and kind of reminds people maybe towards the end of the summer about the beginning of fall, which I hope is certainly not far away because things are still pretty hot out here and I am longing for the cooler temperatures. One of the great things about mixing juice and tea together is what happens to the level of sweetness. Juices, by their very nature, tend to be on the sweet side, and mixing unsweetened iced tea with them brings down that sweetness, brings down the sugars, lowers that glycemic index, and 
obviously cuts the calories in half. So if you happen to be watching those calories and uh, being mindful of, of how much sugar you are consuming, taking iced tea and mixing it with your juice is an excellent way to bring it all down just a little bit. If you are looking for something to add to your iced tea that maybe has a little sparkle to it, club soda, or better yet, sparkling mineral water is an excellent choice. This is a great choice because it's also calorie-free, and some of the minerals that are in mineral water, sodium and so forth, add flavor and add body to the concoction, and they really help bring out some of the flavors in tea. They're a great way to give a little sparkle to your tea. If the mix of mineral water and iced tea is a little too bland and you want it a little sweet and spicy, one of the most amazing ways to do that is with ginger ale. Now, I'm not talking about the triple infused, over-the-top, extra spicy, burn-your-nostril-hairs-out ginger ale. I'm just talking about regular, pleasant, normal ginger ale. Mixed with half iced tea and half ginger ale, wonderful. Not too sweet, a little spicy, sparkly, looks great in a glass for all of you designated drivers out there. When we come back, we are going to veer off and talk about some things you can do with iced tea for all you non-designated drivers. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. had such a tough time waking up in the morning, but coffee is so hard on my stomach. I need a good alternative. How about tea? It's not just an alternative to coffee, it's a solution. Many tea varieties offer a lift without the negative side effects associated with coffee. You mean no more sour stomach? That's right. Say goodbye to that teeth-grinding, nerve-shaking, dehydrating habit. But isn't tea really bitter? No, not when you've got good tea. There are hundreds of varieties to choose from, and each offers its own unique flavor, from the light and silky to the bold and toasty. Plus, the Maya Tea Company blends many teas with subtle, tantalizing flavors like vanilla, raspberry, and almond. The possibilities are endless. That sounds too good to be true. These great teas must be very expensive. At MayaTea.com, you can select the amount of tea you want, and their prices are incredible. Plus, you can save an extra 15%. Just enter STEEP into the coupon code. STEEP? Yeah, STEEP, as in steeping around. Just go to www.MayaTea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and enter STEEP into the coupon code. Thanks. I'm switching to tea today. <laughs> Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking about different ways to spike that glass of iced tea. And we are going to talk about spike indeed. Liquor mixed with iced tea. Using the spirits to conjure up the best flavors out of that glass. One of the interesting things about being a tea professional, and a coffee professional from that matter, is that a lot of us are really into flavors. And if you've spent your entire day cupping tea, cupping coffee, 
Most people, when they're done, want to have nothing to do with tea or coffee. And where do they turn? <laughs> well, it's alcohol. And most coffee and tea people that I know are also very much into wine and liquors. And if you've listened to the show regularly, you might have picked up on the fact that I really enjoy my liquors, particularly gin, vodka, rum, whiskey, good Irish whiskey, and scotch. I am very fond of these things. So this topic is near and dear to my heart. It's not a new one, though. The original iced teas that we see recipes for are actually things called tea punches. It was green tea, chilled, and then mixed with alcohol. And they packed a wallop. They were the original versions of iced tea that you could find recipes for back in the early 1800s, like 1820, 1830. So this isn't new, but now we have all kinds of teas and all kinds of liquors available. So it's kind of hard to go through all of the different variations. It became a, an interesting phenomenon for a little while that when people would come over to my house for a party or, or just to visit, they would bring liquors that had been infused with teas. And, you know, at first I was really excited, but after having tried a few, not really all that fond of them. I don't particularly like the flavors. Now, if any of you happen to have a tea-infused liquor that you love, please tell me about it. I will be happy to try it. I'm a giver. I'm all about doing field research for you. So trust me, I will go after it and check it out for you. But generally speaking, haven't found them to be all that appealing. It's hard because when you think about it, why wouldn't I just add really good iced tea and mix it with really good liquor? And that's essentially what I do. What would I mix iced tea with? One of the simplest and greatest things is good old Southern American whiskey. Good bourbon is wonderful in iced tea. Jack Daniels and Southern Comfort. These are, again, Southern American whiskeys. A little sweet, and in the case of Southern Comfort, they also have a little spice and a little citrus note to it. So there's even more depth. Mix that up with a good black iced tea, and it is both refreshing and relaxing. A couple of other liquors that are very good with iced tea, especially if you're talking about other kinds of iced tea, green iced tea, herbal iced teas, maybe some other fruity ones, variations on the theme, are the liquors that don't have a lot of flavor inherent to them. Vodka and gin. Now, gin is really just a version of vodka that happens to be infused with botanicals. So gin happens to have some florals and some spices, juniper berries generally. And so mixing either of those with most forms of tea is very easy to do and really pretty refreshing. My favorite mixer, though, happens to be right here close to the border where I live in Tucson, Arizona, and that is tequila. I love having a good black iced tea, Darjeeling in particular. I love Darjeeling iced tea. And add a shot or two of tequila to that glass of iced tea and I am in heaven. Yes, it is the original tequila. Yes, I said it. I get it. It was right there. I had to take it. I couldn't resist. But it is wonderful. So if you get a chance, 
and you have a really, really good black iced tea in front of you, take a shot, and if you're really bold and not driving, maybe two of tequila, and tell me what you think. When we come back, we are going to talk about ways for you to make your own tea-infused liquor at home. Stay right with us. You don't want to miss it here on Steeping Around. Summer's here, and it's about time you traded in those thick-walled tea mugs for a tall glass filled with, you guessed it, ice. There's no better way to beat the summer heat than by sipping on a refreshing glass of tea, and the Maya Tea Company is here to help. With endless variations of green, black, and herbal teas featuring the finest flavors of summer, including peach, mango, and raspberry, Maya Tea has just what you need to coast through the season. So get that lawn chair, grab your iPod or magazine, and pour yourself a celebration of summer. Find your summer relief at www.mayatea.com, that's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com, and save 15% on your order by typing STEEP in the coupon code, that's S-T-E-E-P. You're listening to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah. And normally during this part of the show, I answer the question of the week. But this week, there were no questions. What's going on, guys? Send me your questions. Tea-related, of course. If you'll do so, the easiest way is to send it via email. My email address is steep at mayatea.com. That is S-T-E-E-P at M-A-Y-A-T-E-A dot com. You can also friend us on Facebook. We have two f- sites. Uh, there's a site for Steeping Around as well as for the Maya Tea Company. And as always, you can visit our website at www.mayatea.com. And this week, you have even more incentive to visit the website because we usually write a blog about the radio show that I've just done. And this week's blog will also have some recipes on cocktails that were more complicated than I could speak about on the air. And so you'll have some cool recipes that you can take with you and some drinks that you can make. So in the absence of a question of the week, I decided to stay with the theme of liquor and tea and perhaps show you, to the best degree I can on radio, how to make tea-infused liquor. The easiest liquor to infuse tea with is vodka. Vodka has kind of a neutral flavor, and it absorbs and is able to pull out all of the flavors of tea into itself and is pretty easy to make. What I do is I take vodka. I am a particularly fond of Vox. It's just a brand that I happen to like, and it's it's pretty neutral, and it's really got a good fresh flavor. But any vodka that you like will do. Just plain vodka is, is fine. And I usually put it into a little 8-ounce mason jar, which has a really good tight-fitting lid on it. And then I add about 2 teaspoons or maybe a tablespoon of my favorite tea leaves. Again, I like Darjeeling. 
but you have your choice. You can add green tea leaves. You can add oolongs. If you like your flavors smoky, you can put in Lapsang Souchong. If you like florals, you can add jasmine. Just about anything that you add to that vodka will get pulled out. Now, if you're uncertain about whether that liquor has caffeine or not, I don't have any idea. So I don't know if the caffeine gets pulled out. I know caffeine gets very water-soluble, so it gets pulled out there. But I don't know for sure if the liquor has caffeine in it. But liquor is usually pretty calming, so I'm not sure that the caffeine would have any impact anyway. Nonetheless, if you put the dry tea leaves in the vodka and shut the lid and maybe shake it up a little bit to ensure that it really gets mixed up and allow that tea and vodka to sit overnight. The next day, strain it and uh, clean up the mason jar and you can put it back in and store it. You will have the equivalent of tea-infused vodka. And then you can use that for making martinis. Sorry, I couldn't resist again. It was just too obvious. Or any drink that you might use vodka in. It gives it just a, a new twist. And it's wonderful to try different things, different drinks, different teas, and really have a chance to play around with it. So this concludes our series on how to make good cups of hot tea, good cups of iced tea, different things you can do to both. We've spent a lot of time focusing on the cups and the glasses. And we did that by design. My intention was to allow people to understand that regardless of what you have in the cupboard, what you've got access to in the grocery store, we're going to take what you have and try to make the most out of it and show you how to make a great cup of tea or a great glass of iced tea and all the things you can do with it. Starting next week, though, we are veering in a completely different direction. We're getting away from the cups and the glasses and going right for the leaf. We're going to start talking about what tea actually is, all the different varieties of tea, how you can best use those varieties, where do they come from, what are all the variations on the theme. Then we'll get into herbal teas, and so the list goes on and on. But it's time to jump in and start talking about the leaves. So I hope you will join me next week as we begin that journey. Again, if you have any questions, please send them to me, and I will get them on the air. Thank you so much for listening to Steeping Around, and we'll see you next week. Until then, bottoms up. Thank you.